And now, after years of planning, sweating, and going broke, here is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. And it left the media. Why they would give this man a podcast is anyone's guess. And there is what could only be a bizarre coincidence or something else. Welcome to the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Trapped, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, so. Country music and fine moonshine. Finally, a podcast that lets it all hang out. Let's level with America. Got your boots? Ready for some whiskey? These boots are made for walking. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. And now, the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Hey everyone, Jim here, Boots and Whiskey Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. We have the incredible Blair Albert on the show today. Um, this is one of those conversations that I've been like chomping at the bit to get out, but the schedule gets crazy, right? We've talked about that 108 times. It's no slight on Blair. She should have been on fuck, months ago, and now it seems at this point. Um, but I am so glad that the schedule finally cleared up and we could get her episode in and on and out to all of you she is absolutely incredible she is the sweetest person in the entire world it was a great conversation i had a ton of fun talking to her um this is girl is one of those people that um how do i put this um how do i put this family related um i can't um she's gonna fucking explode folks she is on the cusp of absolute craziness right? She is going to be one of the next big things in country music, not just female wise, but I think overall, I think she's going to be at that point of the um, Megan Maroney's of the world and um, Haley Witters, you know, those kind of female voices that, you know, can actually sing and, you know, tell a story in their music. Um, and, you know, coming up along, along the way. And, and she has a great um, party trick. She can yodel like a son of a bitch. She is awesome. Um, she doesn't yodel here, unfortunately, but uh, maybe in the next episode we do together, we'll get her to yodel. Um, I hope you enjoy this conversation because I had a lot of fun having it with Blair and, and all that. Um, so thank you if you're first time listeners here because of Blair, you know, why, what the hell, why wouldn't you want to hear about her? Um, but a couple of things, a little, some housekeeping to do before we get started. Um, starting next week until the first of the year, we're going to put out three episodes a week. Um, and I'll tell you a little bit of why um, we, I have been off of my regular job the last couple of months. So we've, just been fortunate to be able to get a bunch of great people in um, and have conversations. So we're going to throw out three episodes a week at least for the rest of the year. Um, they're going to be, we're going to switch it up a little bit. It's going to be Monday, Wednesday, and Friday going forward, like I said, until the end of the year. So dates are changing a little bit, so stay tuned for that. Um, again, three episodes a week till the end of the year. Um, I think if memory serves me right, I think one of those episodes will be episode 200. Um, that's wild to me, um, uh, because we have like 80, we're at like episode 180 or so. Um, uh, yeah. So I think, 
I don't know. I'm not good with math, but I think that's 200 by the end of the year. But anyway, um, so thank you everybody for being on the show. I appreciate all of the support. Um, if you're an artist or a business listening to this and you're looking for some some help in this sort of space, please reach out to us, um, Jim at bootsandwhiskeyentertainment.com. Um, we are expanding our reach. Um, we are going to make like an official announcement here in the next few days, but here is a little a little inside baseball for you. We do have some great stuff coming up this weekend. We are seeing Alexandra K tomorrow at Off the Rails in Worcester. And then we are seeing Shane Smith and the Saints at the Palladium in Worcester. And then Sunday is the New England Music Awards we will be presenting at. And, you know, we'll be going live and shit. I think that'll be fun. Um, so, again, thank you so much for being here. Again, check out our socials, Boots and Whiskey Podcast, on everything. Check it out. Um, we greatly appreciate you being here again, Blair. Thank you so much for taking your time and telling us your story. So, guys, enjoy the episode, and we'll see you on the flip side. Cheers. We want to give a big thank you to our friends over at Off the Rails here in Worcester, Massachusetts. You can find them at offtherailsworcester.com. They have a great restaurant, a great music venue. They have everything you would want to feel like in Nashville right here in Central Mass. If you're ever in the area, check out the restaurant, check out the music venue. Again, offtherailsworcester.com, 90 Commercial Street, Worcester. Check them out. Well, hello, Blair. Hello. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. Staying busy, but keeps things interesting. So that's always nice. Yeah, that's, you know, busy is good. Yeah. yeah. Busy is good. Oh, yes. You know, How's your day been? Um, do you want an honest answer or do you want like, a, oh, the day is great kind of answer? <laughs> you can you can tell me straight. Um, it's been kind of a shit day. Oh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. That. Yeah, no, it's, it's all good. It's all good. You're yeah. where? Where are you? Where do you live? I um I don't want to speak out of turn, but I'm not I'm not far from where your significant other grew up from. Okay, okay, perfect. I th- I thought so, but I wasn't for sure because he. Yeah, yeah, we're about like twenty twenty five minutes from each other. I want to say maybe maybe okay. a little more. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So right up here in New England. Well, fun. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's been killer hot the last few days this week, and I was ready for fall. And as much as I'm not a basic bitch, I was ready for my Uggs and my pumpkin spice lattes. Oh, yeah, I know. I, I already got my uh, already got my pumpkin drink from Starbucks, so I've started <laughs> already. Don't worry. Good, good. How's the weather down there? You're in Nashville, right? Yeah, it's actually been really nice. Today's really nice. Nice. It's nice. been uh, yeah, I don't know. It goes hit Nashville weather. It changes all the time. So. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like New England weather. It's been deadly hot, and then this week has actually been nice. So yeah, yeah. We um, you know, in July, I want to say in July we had some really hot days, like hot, humid days, and then in like the second week of August, it like dropped to seventy around here. It was the weirdest oh. thing. Yeah, yeah. Like our whole, all of our months ahead of themselves right now it's 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 wild interesting yeah yep but anyway we're we're not that's right we're not here to talk about the weather i don't think i mean oh no we are not but um like i said to you this is about you i you know this is 
this is probably the most gritty, down and dirty interview you'll ever do in your entire career. So, oh yay! I'm excited. I um, uh, I have no questions for you. I I have nothing to ask you at the moment. I want you to kind of tell your story and how you've become where you are. Okay, I can I can do that. Uh, so let's see. I'll start from the beginning, I guess. Um, I was born and raised in Lubbock, Texas. So I'm a West Texas girl and um, grew up there. Texas Tech is um, it's a big college town. Texas Tech is there. So grew up a very big Texas Tech fan. All, a bunch of my family went to Tech. Um, let's see. I played sports growing up, did a little bit of everything. Um, I started getting involved in music when I was five years old. Um, I started taking voice lessons back um, in my hometown at a place called uh, the Cactus Theater. Um, so the family that owned that theater, they also had a kid's vocal program. Um, so I started taking voice lessons when I was five there. Um, one of my good friends growing up, she, she was taking voice lessons there. And I guess her mom was talking to my mom one day and mentioned, oh, you know, maybe you should, have you ever thought about putting Blair in voice lessons? And my mom was like, oh, not really. Like I hear her sing around the house. Um, so she was like, yeah, that may be something she'd be into. So I went in and obviously fell in love with it. I'm still doing it today. So I'm glad, I'm glad that happened. Yeah. Um, but grew up there. I performed um, a bunch around Texas. I was in a singing group for about 10 years when I was younger. We were called the Cactus Cuties. We uh, got put together to kind of um, go around and promote the theater, um, the theater shows. And we actually ended up um, performing the national anthem at a Texas Tech basketball game. This was so long ago. But um, one of the girl's grandparents put it on YouTube. At that time, none of us really knew what YouTube was. It definitely wasn't as big as it is now. Um, and it ended up going viral. And which we didn't even know, I think the first, until we got a call for the first time from the San Antonio Spurs saying they saw our video and they wanted to come, um, send us out to come sing the national anthem. So from that, we really got to travel a lot and tour around the U.S. and um, had the opportunity to sing in a lot of um, awesome venues and um, do some traveling, which, and doing what we love, singing, obviously. And then, let's see. I did that all growing up. Music was really kind of the center of um, what I did. I always knew that it was going to be something um, I did for the rest of my life. And then I heard about this school in Nashville when it came around time looking for college. Um, I'd heard about Belmont University. So I came and visited, visited the campus. I'd been to Nashville once before. Uh, but it was a super quick trip. I was just doing some work stuff and I was younger, so I didn't get to, you know, do much exploring. But I came to Nashville, visited Belmont, absolutely loved it. And I'd kind of already known that was where I wanted to go. But my parents obviously made me to apply to a few other places. Um, <laughs> but as it goes, they, they always knew it was coming. I ended up going to Belmont and studied music business there. Uh, met a great people definitely made some great friends that I'm still friends with um, today here in Nashville. They've become my family. Um, and then was still pursuing music. Um, I was kind of focusing on school a little bit more. Um, but then come graduation, um, I really honed in on songwriting and 
um, wanting to make music that really meant something to me. And then come, I guess, the past maybe two years now, I've been pursuing music full time. Um, I put out my first single in April, Too Soon to Tell, um, which I was super, super excited about. I'd um, always, I'm, like, once we wrote that song, I knew that I wanted to put that one out and it felt right to be a first single. Um, it kind of verges on, you know, country, but also I have like pop influence a little bit. Some of my biggest influences are Maren Morris, Kelsey Ballerini. Um, you know, I grew up also on the Dixie Chicks and Shania Twain. So there's some of my whoa, biggest whoa, influences. Whoa, whoa, Blair, Blair. They're the chicks. I, oh, I know, I know. I'm sorry. It's the Texas. How me. dare you? The chicks. My goodness gracious. It's still an adjustment. No, no, no. They're the Dixie Chicks no matter what. We're, I know. It's hard Dixie to change chicks. it. Yeah. When you have an iconic name like the Dixie Chicks, like, what the fuck? Sorry. That was we the swear first. On this show. Sorry. Oh, oh, good to know. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like, sorry, I'm going to go off on a little tangent because you brought it up. It's kind of like Lady A. Like, everybody I know. called Lady A Lady A before before they had to, like, you know, not, they didn't have to, before they officially changed themselves. It's like, come on. Anyway. Anyways. I hear both. I hear people say both. So, right. you know, right. Dixie Chicks was one of the first CDs I ever had. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep calling them that, but. That's right. Um, so, yeah, I put out my first single in April, Too Soon to Tell, and then wrote this last one that just came out about a week ago, Sober Up, with two of my good friends I met at Belmont, Claire Carruthers and Autumn Bicey. Shout out them. I love them. They're my girls. Um, and, yeah, I kind of felt like it was... With keeping that Central Mass vibe going, we have to thank our friends over at the DCU Center. Again, here in Worcester, dcucenter.com. They are the premier venue here in Central Massachusetts. They are a mid-size arena. They're the home of the Worcester Railers, the Massachusetts Pirates. Numerous concerts, numerous events. Check them out, dcucenter.com. They are at 50 Foster Street right here in Worcester. Cheers. It was the perfect follow-up to Too Soon to Tell. I wanted something fun, um, something summery, summer vibe, you know, something you can jam out to in your car. And just yeah. talking about what it's like to date in Nashville, really. God, I can only imagine what that shit shows like. Um, oh, my gosh. You know, I got to say, um, sober up, right? Would you? Yes. I mean, really, I mean, really, is it fair to say that's like your, your more single my what? Your sophomore single, like the, you know, the push that you've had. Yes. Yeah. That is that young, you know, for a song that is that young, if you were just like a regular person going through Spotify or whatever and heard that song, you would never know. Ever. <laughs> well, gay, that's good. That's the ultimate goal, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's great. It really is. And, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm, I've am i kind of steered away from the pop country a little bit. But, I know. You know. A song like that, though, can really reel somebody back in. Oh, wow. Okay. I appreciate that. Because I know, I know a lot of people, like, there, there's a lot of cross genres right now um, going on. And I know that, you know, pop country has kind of sometimes can have its ordeal where, you know, not as many people like it or whatnot. 
Um, but my my overall, you know, idea as an artist is, you know, I grew up on country, but I also have influences from every other genre. Sure. I mean, all the way from Stevie Wonder even to, um, gosh, everyone, you know, Beyonce. Justin Timberlake was always one of my favorites. Um, and then, you know, you got the classics like Dolly and Patsy Cline. Um, so I kind of wanted my own music. I don't want to just stick to one genre. That's why I like to kind of go in between pop country. You know, the first one leans a little bit more pop. This one I felt had a little little more country, those classic yeah. country elements in it. We had that steel guitar, which is all, always makes me happy when I see that. Oh, yeah. Yep. And then I, I'm working on some new stuff. Um, this next one that I have coming up is going to be a little bit more on the verge of pop, but we'll see. I I think that you don't need to stick to one genre. You know, you can make it your own and yeah. it's open to interpretation. Whatever you want to do at the end of the day, it's your music. And if it really, if people can relate to it, that, that that's the main thing. Right. Exactly. I think you're absolutely right. And you know, with the, with the way you write and perform these songs that you've already put out, you know, you, I think you could kind of do anything and, you know, you're still early enough in this where you can find the correct lane. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where, you know, cause you're right. Sober up does have that, you know, that kick-ass kind of rocket rock and roll country element to it, you know, but also has that, you know, safer, don't get offended by this, but that's safer radio. <laughs> no, no, that, you're, I won't, I won't. You know, where like, you could market that to radio and that's exactly the sound you hear every day when you turn on country radio at this point. Yeah. You know, again, that's not, that's not a slight to you at all. Um, you know, I just, I think it just fits. I fit, it fits perfectly into the sound. That is what country radio wants right now. And I think that's awesome. Well, thank you. I know I, I knew with this song "Sober Up" that it was gonna be. It leans a little bit more radio friendly, which I was excited yeah. about. Yeah, and you know what? Sometimes you gotta, you gotta just say screw it and do what <laughs> you know, do what they want. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, even before it came out, I was I would show my I obviously show all my close friends like my music as I'm recording and whatnot, and. This was constantly one they would have stuck in their head and they'd make me play it if we're, you know, drinking wine at the house so they can sing along, stuff like that. That's awesome. Now, now let me ask you. So we've actually had the fortunate luck, I guess you could say, to have many Texas artists or artists from Texas on the show lately. Ooh. Um, and, a, and a big conversation is that Texas red dirt sound, right? It's it's very distinct. It's very, you know, held close to Texans, and they don't want to give it up, which I don't blame them. <laughs> um, but like, how how is somebody like you that grows up, you know, in that world, sound that, again, no, no offense, but is not that? I know. I yeah. I figured this is where that question was going. Um, so yeah, like I said, I did grow up in Texas and I had very, very big influences from, um, you know, country artists that came from Texas. Um, and then 
I guess once I moved to Nashville, I really started finding my sound. Um, that's also one of the main reasons that it took me longer to put out some music because I really wanted to make sure that, you know, it was something that ultimately I wanted it to be something that I would want to listen to. Oh, like sure. if someone else put a song out, I'd be like, oh, I'm I'm jamming with this song. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I just kind of found myself really like leaning into the more um, pop country side of things, um, even though I do, I do love Texas country. Um, you know, I love Cody Johnson is probably one of my favorites right now. Oh yeah, coming out of Texas. Um, but there's a lot of great there's a lot of great acts coming out of there. I just I don't know. I've just always kind of especially once I got to Nashville, um, I kind of just felt you know with the pop, more pop country, um, was just more my style and yeah, kind of just opens me up. Like I said, I don't want to. I want to be able to, you know, later on, I know specifically Maren Morris has been a big um, influence to me because I know she works with like, I'm not saying I'd, you know, she works with DJs and stuff and kind of does floats around. And so, um, you yeah, know, I she's, don't... yeah, she's become very fluid. Yeah. So kind of, that's kind of something I never wanted to, um, that's kind of something I'm always interested in. I mean, for a while there too, I was really big into R and B music. Okay. Uh, so I, I've even been like, hey, maybe I'll put out something that's kind of R and R and B, more R and B country. If you can, you know, put those two together. Yeah, I mean, what the hell? Jelly rolls rapping <laughs> and calling it country. So I get. Hey, I, think I you know can do that. You know what I mean? I, and especially, I, you, know, you know, I just wanted something vocally that um, could really show off my voice, and I enjoy, you know, showing off my range and doing all the fun vocal runs. So I felt like that um, kind of style just opened me up to a little bit more. Um, yeah range in that area yeah i like that i like that i think i think your approach is perfect you know again i apologize this is this is hard hitting you know i'm not <laughs> i don't i don't do the cookie cutter you know questions that you want to answer maybe not the ones you always don't want to answer i'd rather uh, i'd rather you know tell me get into the nitty-gritty oh yeah hell yeah now so being in nashville and doing it the way you've done it in you know, going through Belmont and all that. When you were at Belmont, were you performing too, or kind of trying to find your footing, if you will? I would uh, perform every now and then, not so much um, like solo shows. You know, I would have friends that would ask me to help on. Now we're going to thank our friends on the North Shore, the Porch Southern Fair and Juke Joint. Our buddy Jonathan Post is the head chef and owner of the Porch. They are at 175 Rivers Edge Drive, right in Medford, Massachusetts. Don't want to miss this place. They have some of the best food in the region. Jonathan has brought his Nashville roots here to New England with the food, with the hospitality, and most of all, the music. Check them out, theporchsouthern.com. Hello. Okay, Sorry. I don't know what happened there. No, it's me. We live out in the middle of, wood, of the woods, so like if the wind blows or the sun gets too hot or a bird flies by, it's amazing what happens sometimes. 
you're good. I, I honestly was just rambling and then I saw you text me and I was like, oh, well, I'm just talking to my phone, I guess. No, that's right. It's all good. It's all good. So, yeah, I had asked you if you were doing stuff while you were at Belmont. Okay, yeah. So, um, whenever I got to Belmont, you know, I was, I had a few friends that would ask me to um, fill in with their shows or help out, you know, on background vocals. Um, I didn't do a ton of solo shows around town, really. I was kind of trying to get my footing um, in Nashville and make as many connections as I could while I was at Belmont. And really, um, I know I majored in music business, so I really wanted to, you know, make sure I knew all of the ins and out of the industry, ins and outs of the industry. Um, but I was also, you know, delving more into songwriting. That was something that I got into a little bit later. Um, I know when I was in my singing group, we got into um, writing some original music, um, but I'd never really written for myself. Um, so I kind of focused on focused on just making connections and then getting my foot into songwriting. And then I'd say towards the end of, um, you know, my time at Belmont and around graduation is really when I was like, okay, it's, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go hard for it. Um, and then, like I said, I, I really wanted to make sure that I was waiting for the right time to put out music that I was really happy with um, because I didn't want to rush and just, you know, put stuff out there that didn't really mean anything to me. And that I, you know, later on didn't want to look back and be like, oh, I don't know. Like, I wish I wouldn't have put that out. Um, so it's kind of something that over the past, you know, couple of years has really just been my main focus um, and going really, really hard at it. I mean, I had a little job out after out of college and finally was like, you know what? We're going to quit and we're going to go do music full time. There we go. Nice. Nice. And I mean, so far that's worked out. Oh yeah, it's been great. I am I'm so happy. Um, I always just, you know, this is for everyone out there. Like if there's something that you're really passionate about and want to do, you just got to go for it because I would always talk to people and I, I was like, I don't want to look back on my life a few years from now and, you know, feel like I could have given my all on music or something that I love and just regret not doing it. Right. So I, I'd say just, you know, go all in and it, it's definitely paid off for me. I'm super excited. I'm so happy um, with where I'm at and, you know, just trying to constantly grow every day as I can. And um, it's, it's just been super fun and I'm just happy that I'm getting to do what I love. Yeah, absolutely. Now, so where do you, where are you going from here? Like, what is your, what is, what is the plan in Blair's brain that is like, all right, by the end of this year, <laughs> this is what I want. By next year, this is what I want. Like, what does that look like for you? Oof. Okay. So, you know, I always definitely set my goals really high. Sure. Um, I, you know, too soon to tell my first single was kind of just getting, getting my name out there. This is me. I'm, I'm coming, coming out there guys. And then sober up, you know, I'm so excited. I'm so happy with the response it's gotten so far. It's made me, it's made me super excited. And I'm actually been um, back in the studio um, working on another song um, I'm hoping to put out, I think in November, I really wanted to get it out before the end of the year. Um, it's a little bit, you know, sad girl fall vibes. Nice. Um, so I'm going to be releasing that and I'm, I'm actually really excited about this one. Um, I don't want to get to, you know, get, get my hopes up, but I think it has some really good potential to hopefully open some doors for me. Um, 
so yeah get that song out and then kind of just see where it goes from there in the next year I definitely want to be doing some more traveling um traveling gigs and I mean at the end of the day I just want to go for it all and my my dream has always been on to be on the road and be on tour um so that that's definitely one of the big big goals that I have you know it doesn't happen overnight and I know that um so kind of just working hard and you know getting getting music out there that I'm proud that hopefully people resonate and you know it can reach more people however however that happens yeah yeah I mean you know I I I gotta say if you keep putting out bangers like sober up you're gonna be you know people are gonna be like oh yeah Blair Albert obviously (laughs) you know like you're you're gonna get to that point oh I just got chills you know, I, I mean, I, I mean that. I mean, I you have the chops. You know, I've, you know, in the last two years of me doing this, like, you know, I've I've interviewed girls that, or or guys, you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah. That you know, you hear a couple of songs and it's like, oh yeah, these are good, but you know, they're not great. You know, but like these songs that you've had that you have out are great. Thank you. I also have to, you know, I have to give some props to my co-writers on all my music and my awesome producer, Jake Partial, you know, they've also really helped me make the, bring these songs to life and um, kind of bring that vision for what I want my music to be like. So I just have to give them a quick shout out and thanks for, uh, you know, helping me along this journey. Yeah. Now, now when you're not doing music, whether it's performing out live, writing songs, being in the studio, whatever, what, what do you do? What do you, what does Blair Albert like to do for, for fun? What do you, you know? It... Um, you know, you know, <laughs> yeah. maybe just hang out with my friends, like music. The thing about music is it can kind of be a 24 seven thing. Yeah. Um, especially when you're independent, you have to wear, especially when you're an independent artist, you have to wear a lot of different hats. Um, you know, all the way from b- making the music to social media, to, you know, be coordinating your calendar so um you know I I try and stay on top of things but if if I have you know time off I like just like to hang out with my friends and um you know hang out around Nashville maybe go out to some bars have a few drinks (laughs) um work out sometimes you know that's kind of taking the back burner but you know when it happens it happens (laughs) whatever Go shopping. I my friends hate to go shopping with me though because they say I take forever. Oh my god, you're one of those. I'm I'm one of those. I know. Oh, that's the worst. I, I I don't even bother asking unless I asking them to come with me because I know I just I'm one of those slow people that likes to look at everything. Well, so well now I'm confused. Um, what do you mean you go out shopping? Who does that anymore? I know, but that's the thing too. Recently. I will go to the mall and there's nothing. Right. So I guess you could just say I online shop a lot. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, and then you can just <laughs> scroll for days and days and days and pick whatever you want. I know. I get overwhelmed sometimes. Yeah. You know, it's funny you mentioned the mall because I, the last time I went into our local mall around here, um, was probably around Christmas. And I was like, damn, there's nothing here. Yeah. Like, and then what they do have, it's like, nail salons and you know, yes torrid it's limb and, pickings right right it's nothing that i give a shit about it's no yeah you know. 
So yeah, I'd pretty much just hang out with friends. I've also, um, I play guitar. I'm trying to get better at it. So I've been back in guitar lessons. So nice. I'm picking, picking away and practicing when I can. Nice. Um, and then, yeah, just hanging out with my friends and really just, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not too high maintenance. I'm fine with just hanging out at the house and watching movies. That's awesome. That's awesome. Are you, when you, so when you watch things on TV, are you one of those girls that, you know, just one more episode turns into the rest of the season? Oh, yeah, that, yeah. that happens. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm also a night owl, so I will stay up late watching, um, watching TV. I don't get it. I don't get it. My wife does the same thing. I've been on a, uh, I never fully watched How I Met Your Mother, so I'm in a How I Met Your Mother kick. Okay. And the episodes are so short. And go by so fast, so I'll find myself watching almost an entire season in one night. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess 25 minutes goes by fast when you're just sitting there. It know? seems like it does. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Or or any reality TV. I'm, I, I have a love for reality TV. Nice. Now, can I ask you, and, I, and you can tell me to go, you know, pound sand, but um, how, how did you meet Mr. Coleman? Oh, uh, that guy. Oh, that guy. <laughs> I mean, I only bring it up because he's all over, you know, you're all over his social media. So I think I would be totally remiss if I didn't mention our friends over at 10thwhiskey.com. That's 10th Mountain Whiskey and Spirit Company. They're out of Vail, Colorado. Great, great friends of ours. We, um, we don't like bourbon here at the Boots and Whiskey Podcast, and they make the absolute best bourbon I've ever tasted in my entire life. And I'm not saying that because they've been great to us. They have the best bourbon, the best rye I've ever tasted in my entire life. So check them out, 10thwhiskey.com. Tell them the Boots and Whiskey Podcast sent you. Cheers. Yeah, he's all over yours, so... Yeah, I so we actually... Um... I think the last, the last person I had on this show that was dating somebody else that had been on this show i didn't bring it up and i like kicked myself in the ass for it because you know it was a dude i was like hey so how's your girlfriend bro that i yeah you know like i didn't want to be that guy but um so blair how's your no, boyfriend you can... <laughs> he's good yeah i said i'll give you the tea um so we actually met well we've been dating for a little over a year now so oh, wow. we met in you'd only been in nashville for a few months and then we met through mutual friends um i was playing with the band um downtown on broadway in nashville and he was in another band and he tells me <laughs> that's funny he tells me they would always have a gig right before um the band i was in would start our shows and they'd be upstairs on the patio roof where they would play and he said he would make it he would always make sure that he would like stick around for a little bit and come downstairs and walk by and say hi to me because he knew I was going to be down there. And so we, we kind of just like initially met um, down on Broadway singing and playing shows. And then I think his big move was when he asked me to be in his um, music video. Oh, you just swinging the hammer. I know. And I think they had filmed it or something, but some of it didn't turn out. So he texted me. And was like, hey, we weren't super close, but we, we were we were friends. And he was like, hey, like, would you want to be in my music video? We have to reshoot some stuff. Um, and I thought, like, I thought of you and made, thought you, like, would be interested if you want to. And so I said yes. 
and that was really like we'd hung out in groups but that was really our first time just being us two and it was really funny because he was so nervous (laughs) and I could tell um and then after that I don't know we just kept hanging out I'm pretty sure actually I'm pretty sure our first date was we were supposed to go to lunch and I had gone out the night before so I was really hung over <laughs> and I was like I don't know if I can get lunch and he just told me he would bring Chick-fil-A to my house so that that instantly got me damn that's smooth I know that's I know I, I told him I looked terrible and I was pretty much on my deathbed but he saved me with the Chick-fil-A and then I don't know we just kind of we started hanging out and it was it was crazy because after time we started talking and I told him I was like I always told myself there was that I would never date another musician ever and here we are yeah here you are <laughs> yes you so fucked I think up, I definitely girl. when you're not looking for it and whenever you say you're not looking for something you're gonna probably end up with it. oh hell yeah hell yeah absolutely <laughs> and especially when you're not looking for something right oh absolutely i had pretty much given up on guys at that point well yeah i mean i don't blame you we're <laughs> we're we're children um, i was like it's i was single i think for like maybe four years i had one boyfriend in college and i was like you know what i'm happy i'm vibing i'm having my good life and I, i'm over guys right now and then what do you know here comes here comes mr coleman damn you know it, it, i'll never forget you know i had met him Oh, Jesus. Um, it was right before he moved to Nashville. And, yeah. you know, we had talked and I had met him at a show and, you know, I had saw him play and, you know, the, and this was like when I first, first started this whole, ep- this whole podcast thing. And I was like, huh, this kid's pretty good. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I had kind of introduced him to other people, vice versa, you know, whatever, whatever the case mm-hmm. may have been. And, um, you know, uh, I remember having conversations with people and they're like, you know, up here, there's, there's an attitude up here, you know, like it's strange, you know, nobody wants to see other people succeed. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right. And like, that would be the conversation They'd be like, well, Liam's going to Nashville. Why? He's only eight, you know, and then be like, cause this fucking kid has it and he has a dream. Why wouldn't he, you know, it's like, yeah. Like, come on, guys. You know, but up here, there is no such thing as, like, and my uh, my local artist friends that are going to listen to this are going to be so pissed that I said this, but <laughs> it's not, <clears throat> it's one big competition up here. Like, yeah, it's wild to me. It's so wild to me. I mean, it is kind of crazy in industry, like, creative industries. It is very competitive. Yeah. But you kind of have to realize, like, everyone's in this together. We got to help each other out, guys. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and I see that a lot from, you know, people I talk to in Nashville where it's like, you know, hey, you know, I know so-and-so and so-and-so can help you do this and that and the other thing. And it's like, it, it gives me some sort of hope for humanity. Yeah. You know, up here, it's like, well, why did so-and-so get that gig? Why didn't I get that gig? Why, you know, like, how do they, how do they know this person? It's like, what the f- like it's like dealing with high school kids yeah oh man so um for, now that you're in nashville how often do you go home it kind of depends um 
I mean, this past year, I went back a few more times just because there was, you know, exciting things going on. My sister graduated from college. So I went back for that. And then, but usually I just go home for, honestly, usually Christmas. Um, But my family, the past few years, they've came up here for Thanksgiving. So my roommates and I have got to host Thanksgiving dinner. Um, But it really just depends. I don't get to go down there that often. It's, it's, it's hard to get to Lubbock, especially it's, it's far. I've also made the drive in college. I'd, I'd made the 15 hour drive home a few times. That was fun. (laughs) Um, But only a few times a year. I know this year's a little different. You know, my sister graduated and then I'll be actually going back. Well, I'll be going to Fredericksburg in October for a little girl's trip, which I've never been. It's outside of Austin, little wineries and all that. So I'll be back in Texas at least. And then my mom's getting married in November. So I'll be back for that. Congrats, mom. Oh, yes. She'll be so excited when she hears that on here. Um, for For the first time or the second time? Second time. Good for her. Yes. So I'll be back there, and then I'm going to go back for Christmas. Um, I I usually go back for a little bit um, around the holidays because I'll um, go back and sing in some Christmas shows um, at the Cactus Theater where I grew up. So I'll spend a little bit of time there. It, it honestly depends. Not that not as much as I'd like, but they my family, they obviously love to come visit Nashville. So it's nice because then I don't have to do the traveling. Yeah, right. That's awesome. That's awesome. So it sounds like you have quite the uh, quite the support in the family unit that, you know, is all Team Blair all the time. Oh, yes. They're, they're always supportive. I mean, they've been around um, my entire music journey and always, they were never the people to really, you know, be stage parents either, which was great. Yeah. Um, they kind of just, you know, let me do my own thing. They're like, it's her music. She can, you know do what she wants with it yeah um and then you know over recently they've been super supportive they love hearing all my music and um yeah it's super exciting my sister i'm trying to get my sister to move to nashville but i don't think she's going to is she is she into the whole music thing too she grew up um singing um too she was she was in a little singing group too that was on america uh, america's got talent really yes um avery and the calico hearts i'm sure she'll love me yeah um and so, you know, she did music, but I don't, I don't think it's what she, you know, wants, wants to do for the rest of our life. Not, not her passion. Um, I tried there for a little bit to get her to move to Nashville and then we could do some stuff together, but I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe one day we'll get a song together. Yeah. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. We had talked about, you had talked about it earlier. Are they, have you ever done anything with the Cactus Cuties since being in them? That's, that's not we haven't done anything musically together. Um, all We live all over. Okay. So I'm in Nashville. Uh... Also, don't forget our friends over at hogwashandrhinestones.com. Our good friend Ray is the owner over there. She makes incredible clothing that you've seen all over the place from Nashville to Boston to everywhere in between. Some really big names have worn her stuff. That's hogwash, the letter N, rhinestones.com. Check them out. Tell them the Boots and Whiskey podcast sent you. You won't be disappointed. Check them out. Hogwashandrhinestones.com. Um, Madeline, she she's actually it's it's fun it's fun to watch actually because we're all still doing music but in our own different ways. Um, Madeline, um, she is in New York now. She was actually just the lead of My Fair Lady, the traveling Broadway show. 
So that's exciting. Wow. Yes. And then Bailey is still doing music too. She's out in LA, um, kind of doing more alternative pop style kind of cool and then um mckenzie who was also in the group is back in texas doing music so it's really fun um we haven't done anything together musically but every time if we all happen to be in um our hometown in lubbock at the same time we'll get together you know maybe have a little jam session definitely you know we've had last time we got together we got mimosas and you know had a few too many but it's (laughs) but it's fun um I've thought about it. I don't know. I've I've thought about maybe seeing if they'd want to get together for like a TikTok thing, but I don't do know it. if it's I don't know if it's the vibe. You should do it. Hundred percent. You got to do it. You got to bring back the cactus cuties. I know my friends would actually my friends would actually love that. They my my two roommates. Every single time a new person like comes to visit or comes into our house, um, there's a video from when we were really young. I think I was in the fifth grade. And we were out in LA and we actually got, um, we got asked to be on an episode of Corey in the house for all my Disney channel watchers. And, um, so I yodeled on Corey in the house and they repeatedly show that video to everyone. (laughs) That's awesome. I got to find that. You have to just look up Blair Albert yodeling. You'll probably find. No, I'm (laughs) I'm actually glad you brought it up because I was going to. Uh, Oh yes. So how did, is some is yodeling just something you opened your mouth one day and was like, oh, I could do this? <laughs> okay, so um, my voice teacher, Cammy, um, I think I was about six, six. Um, they, the theater was talking about, they were like, we want to put together, you know, a country show um, to have with the cactus. And they were talking about, they're like, I wonder if we could find anyone that could yodel. And so Cammie was like, well, Blair kind of has a natural break in her voice. I may be able to teach her and show her how to do it. We'll see. And so I went into my voice lesson that week and she showed me kind of the basics of yodeling (laughs) and how to break. It's basically like breaking your voice. So she was showing me how to do that. I couldn't do it, but she told me the story and she said the next week I come running into her office. I'm like, Cammie, I found my yodel on the playground. So apparently while everyone is at recess, I was just sitting over in the corner, probably trying to yodel. Um, but it was kind of just something that I don't, it's hard to explain. Like once you can do it, you can do it. Okay. Um, but especially like first learning out songs, yodeling songs, I had to write down like the different syllable, like not, I guess syllables, whatever. You have to like write out all the different syllables and read it off the paper to try and get the yodel right. Um, but there's also it's weird. It's it's like a whole yodeling community. I feel like I've re- I've recently found other people in the yodeling community, and I'm so happy. <laughs> um, but there's kind of just like basic yodeling songs that you start off with, and then like Cowboy Sweetheart, for example, was um, my the first yodeling song I ever learned. And then after that, you can uh, kind of work your way up to harder yodels, I guess. So, yeah, I just learned when I was six. And ever since then, it's just kind of been something I've been able to do. That's wild. (laughs) It's hard to explain because people will ask me to try and teach them to yodel. I try my best. But it's a lot harder to teach. It's a lot harder to teach that. That's like because like yodeling is just it's like something that, you know, like not everybody can do it. No, there was a few, 
My sister also can yodel, kind of. Huh. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it runs in the family. Yeah, maybe. Maybe you, just have, <laughs> you have the knack for it. I guess so. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I've thought about... Uh, my yodeling's been blowing up. I've been doing well on my TikTok. So, you know, I may have to put out a yodeling song at some point. You should. Maybe just put out a whole yodeling EP. I considered it. I have a recording from when I I went in the studio when I was like six or seven, uh, like seven or eight, something like that. And I have a, a recording of one of the one of my yodeling songs. So I need to find it and maybe I could, you know, do a little remake of it or something. Yeah, I mean, if I would say like if you were single, that would be hell of a party trick. Be like, hey boys, look at what I can do. Oh, I, I, yeah, my my friends definitely make me. Make me the party trick and make me yodel. That's awesome. And let me tell you, it's a lot harder when you've had some drinks. Is it? I don't <laughs> think it would be easier. Always, they always get me at the worst times, too. I'll be like, I've already had a few drinks. Y'all are going to make me yodel right now? They're like, yeah, this is the perfect time. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of drinks, um, because we are the Boots and Whiskey podcast, do you, do you like whiskey or are you just a, a wine drinker? And a mimosa drinker. Oh, gosh. Is it bad to say, like, I'll drink anything? No, no, no. no I mean... <laughs> Dallas Jackson here with Tipsy Music. Artists, are you tired of getting $5 to play Freebird? How are you getting fans to engage with your own music? Venmo and Linktree are just temporary solutions until now. Tipsy Music is the one-stop shop for live music to make your life easier and monetize your set list. Tipsy takes Venmo, Apple Pay, Google Pay, and even credit cards all through your unique Tipsy QR code. Best part is no app to download, so fans can pay you quickly and get back to getting tipsy while watching you do what you do best. Sign up for free today at tipsymusic.com. That's T-I-P-S-E-E music.com at tipsymusic on all socials. Long live live music. I go through through phases. Um, Oh, gosh. I'm trying to think. You know, I went through a really big Tito's vodka phase. That was... um, deadly yeah and of course when like white claws came out that was the craze um i bartended there for a little bit and all the guys would make fun of me because i drank vodka so then i got really into old fashions Ooh, so good i found some really good ones in nashville um honestly anything i like wine i, I go through phases yeah Nothing i'm kind of in my i'm kind of in my high noon phase right now oh you're a nooner uh yes i am Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> what, what's the other one? High noon, and then there's another one that's like the same thing. Oh my god, why um, am I blanking? Like truly or something? Yes, yes. High noon, truly. They're all the same. You know, I they're... used to like truly, but I can't do them anymore. No, truly's truly's is like, you know that meme where it's like, you know, truly is like alcohol with a flavoring that's screaming from another room kind of thing. Yeah, like yeah. That's 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 truly to me. I agree with that. <laughs> We'll see. I have, I think for my next song though, I'm going to try, I'm going to, if there's anyone listening, I'm going to try and get a whiskey sponsor for it because it has something to do with the song. So we'll see. Uh, And what do you, what do you mean if anybody's listening? Everybody listens. If there's any whiskey, if there's any whiskey brands listening, there we go. Jesus. Wow. (laughs) Hey, you're the one that wanted to be on the show. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, we know some whiskey people. Maybe we can uh, we can help you out. Hey, hook me up. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'll send you send you over to our to our boys over there in. I'll give you a Vail, sneak Colorado. Peek. I'll give you a sneak peek of the song. I love it. I love it. Yeah. 
yeah, we can we can we can uh, connect links here for sure. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, now, what about boots? Do you? I mean, obviously, you have boots, right? Yes, I've I've started growing my collection. Um, it also helps that my boyfriend works at a boot store, so I get to use his discount. Whoa, whoa, Liam, hook up brother up, man. I know. I know. Um, so I got a, I got quite a few pairs. Uh, I don't know. I probably have like eight pairs now. I'm, I'm, I need some more colors though. Need some more fun ones. I just got a red pair, which I've been wearing a lot. That one's fun. Do you have a pink pair of boots? I see. I don't yet. What? I, I would have, I would, I would have, would have pinned you for a pink. I know. I, I need, don't worry. Pink is on the list. I don't have a sparkly pair either. Oh my God. You know what? I'm. I'm slacking. You know what? Pack your shit and go back to Texas. <laughs> because, girl, you don't belong in Nashville without without some kind of flair. I know. I'm fake. I'm a fake. <laughs> yeah. You're, 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 uh, you're disappointing top country. I don't know what you're doing. I am. Oh, man. That's too funny. So, super excited for you. Thank you enough for being on and taking the time to, you know, shoot the shit with me and tell your story and, and get yourself out there. Yes. Well, thank you for having me on. This has been so fun. Oh, anytime, anytime. When you, you know, whenever you got releases coming out, you know, just just let me know and we'll throw Perfect. it out. Perfect. I'll hit you up and let you know. Yeah. yeah we'll uh, we'll connect with that that whiskey thing for sure. Oh yeah. Let me know. I'm down. Yeah. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Would love to help. Well, I mean, I get I got nothing left. I mean, okay. I got a, I got a lot of things. I mean, we could talk all day, but then it would just be rambling. And I know I said I could. I I'm a talker, so yeah, I could. I, could I mean, I, don't worry. We could we could go down some rabbit holes, but <laughs> you know, we'll catch up next time. That's, yeah, that's what we'll say. Yeah, sounds good. You know, this is just like the icebreaker for people. You know, and then, perfect. And then we'll you know we'll totally Joe Rogan it the next time and just talk about fucking aliens or something. Ooh, oh gosh, don't get me started on that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now that everybody has something to look forward to for the next time, Blair, thank you so much for, for yes. coming on and, and being awesome. You're you're killing it. You're rocking it. Keep keep killing it, girl. Well, thank you. Thank you, guys. And thanks. Uh, y'all go check out Sober Up. Thank you for all the love so far. Yeah, definitely check it out because it's, uh, you know, it's great. It's good. It's good. We don't just put any song out there for Song of the Day and we put yours out there. So it was, you know, it was awesome. Well, thank you, guys. Yeah. You're welcome. Anytime. Well, have a good rest of your day. I'll talk to you later. You too. Sounds good. See ya. <laughs> Bye. See Bye. ya. Well, there you have it, everyone. Our conversation with Blair. Blair, again, thank you so freaking much for being here. We And everybody listening, thank you so much for taking the time and listening to Blair's story. We absolutely love this young lady. Um, like I said at the beginning of the show, she is she's going to be something huge, guys. So um, so take a, take a look at that. Um, and yeah, that's, um, that's about it. Um, like I said, at the top of the episode, we have a bunch of stuff coming up this weekend. Alexandra K, Shane Smith and the Saints, New England Music Awards. And again, three episodes a week starting next week. Um, I'm not going to announce quite yet who's on tap for next week, just in case some things fall off this weekend, but stay tuned. There are some great episodes coming. Um, and that's it. That's it, guys. Um, so thank you so much for being here and taking the time and all that stuff. We greatly appreciate it. If you're on socials, check us out. Like I said, um, like, follow, subscribe, you know, hit the subscribe button on wherever you are, wherever you're listening, and we greatly appreciate it. Right, uh, rate the episodes. That helps us a lot, too. So thank you so much. Um, yeah, that's all I can really 
say is thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, you know, if you're new here and you're listening, you're probably like, wow, this is this is a strange kind of way to do things. But you know, here at the Boots and Whiskey Podcast, we're all about the real people, real stories, real country, guys. You know, that's that's our mantra, and that's what we're sticking with. Um, so thank you for being here. And until next week, next Monday, keep those boots on the ground of the whiskey in the glass, y'all. Cheers. Have a great weekend. Thanks for tuning in.